Keep calm and carry on, investing during a stock market bubble. Finding your financial zen is critical for making clear-eyed financial decisions. Only when you combine sound intellect and emotional discipline do you get rational behavior, Warren Buffett. Are you concerned with the recent stock market volatility, the mixed messages from the media, and the unsolicited investment advice from friends and family about what to do with your investments? Are you thinking about re-evaluating your investment strategy now that we are in the middle of a stock market bubble? If so, this article is for you. Introduction. Maybe you're flying high because you bought heavily into one of the worst crashes in decades, congratulations and respect. You've timed one of the steepest stock market crashes in the last 100 years. Maybe you're super depressed watching the stock market rocket higher because you sold before the depths of the March crash, anticipating a much worse depression. If you did get defensive and sold your investment positions, I'm sorry but deep respect. I think you did the responsible thing and protected your investments from unacceptable downside risk. We are currently in one of the most unpredictable stock market rallies of our generation. Either way, whether you've made a ton of money in the 2020 stock market bubble or you're kicking yourself because you've missed it, it's critical to evaluate where you stand financially before making any rash investment decisions going forward, because this bubble could burst suddenly, at any time. It's critical to establish emotional discipline. It's critical to find your financial zen and make clear-eyed financial decisions. So, now what? You could fall prey to FOMO and jump into the market rather than waiting on the sidelines, even this late into the current bubble. It's possible markets will continue to rise for months. But it's equally possible you get whipsawed and lose a significant portion of your hard-earned money, forever. Either way, FOMO has nothing to do with emotional discipline. You could fall prey to complacency and believe this bubble will continue skyward forever. It's possible markets will continue to rise for months. But it's equally possible this bear market rally will finally reverse and our stock market darlings will betray us. Either way, inaction has nothing to do with emotional discipline. So, how do we try to establish emotional discipline in such turbulent times? Goal factoring. Today, I'm going to introduce goal factoring, a dead simple evaluation technique I suggested just before the 2008 Great Recession, for professional investment advisors to more easily explain the relationship between investment portfolio risk and time horizon to their clients. I believe goal factoring is an even more powerful tool for young, do-it-yourself investors because if you have a very long time horizon, goal factoring helps demonstrate that short-term stock market fluctuations have a surprisingly small effect on long-term investing consequences. This is important because if you have a very long time horizon, goal factoring puts, even extreme, short-term fluctuations into perspective, which helps investors avoid making sudden, emotionally driven decisions. In this article, I will walk through a two-step, simplified example of how to use internet searchable calculators to help you better assess how much of an effect the current stock market bubble, and its possible sudden bursting, will have on your long-term financial goals. Step 1. Figure out how much cash you need to meet your financial goal, super simplified. The first step to understanding how much risk you should accept is to decide how much money you need and when will you need the money. Let's imagine my financial goal is to retire with an income of $5,000 per month income for the rest of my life. Let's assume I live to 100 years old. I need to start by calculating how much of a pool of cash I will need at 65 years of age to live the way I want to live until I expire at 100. 
It's time to start playing with an annuity calculator. Payment amount, $5,000 per month x 12 months equals $60,000 per year. Interest amount, this will be the average return of your investments after retirement. Be conservative with this number. A smaller number will require you to save more money for your financial goal but it will also make it more likely you won't outlive your money. Number of years, enter the number of years you think you will need the income. Since I will probably retire at 65 years of age, I chose 40 years, I only need income for 35 years to get to 100 years old, but to guarantee I don't outlive my money, let's play it safe and use 40 years. Payment interval, I chose to get one paycheck from my investments annually for this example. It turns out, I only need a little over $1 million by the time I turn 65 to completely self-fund my retirement. Step 2, figure out how to get to $1 million, super simplified. Next, we need a future value calculator. Enter the initial investment, in this example, I assume you already have $250,000, adjust for your personal situation. Enter the monthly deposit amount, for the next 15 years, I think I can put away $100 per month into the stock market. Enter the annual interest rate, I played around with this number to achieve a future value in excess of $1 million. Entering 10% calculated a future value of over $1.1 million. Enter the number of years, as I mentioned before, I would like to retire in 15 years. By averaging, 10% compounded per year for 15 years, the calculator says I can create a cash pool of $1.1 million. As you recall from step 1, I only needed $1 million to retire and guarantee a retirement income of $5,000 per month, paid once a year. Now that I know how much return I need, I can start making more informed investment decisions. For example, since I need a 10% rate of return in this example, I shouldn't be investing in bonds. Bonds, historically only average around 5-7% to per year. Equities, on the other hand, have historically returned 10-12% to annually. So, for this example, I should start my 15-year time horizon investment portfolio, 100% invested in quality stocks. Let's move forward, 2 years. Possibility 1 bull market. After investing my $250, oh oh oh, the stock market took off. My timing was fantastic and I've made a ton of money. After only 2 years, my portfolio is already valued at over $330,000. What should I do? Keep holding. Sell everything? After recalculating a future value calculation using my remaining 13 years before retirement, I only need about a 9% compounded rate of return to achieve over $1 million by the time I retire. So now, I have some options. If I believe the stock market will continue to rise, I could remain invested and increase my retirement goal. Maybe I could have an even better retirement than I initially planned two years ago. Alternatively, I could decrease the risk of my investment portfolio by reducing the number of stocks I own by 10 or 15%. I could use the money to purchase bonds to diversify my portfolio or I could add to my cash position to keep in reserve. Either way, if the stock market suddenly turns negative, I can dollar cost average from bonds or cash back into equities for as long as the stock market stays bearish. I don't tell anyone how to invest their own money anymore however, I'd like to point out that option 1 is a bit more of a risky bet, stock markets go up and they go down. 
my personal opinion is if you find yourself in a long-term bull trend or a stock market bubble and you find yourself ahead of your investment goal, be smart, take some profit off the table and save it for a rainy day. Possibility 2, Bear Market After investing my $250,000 the stock market started dropping. Seems like I bought right at the peak of the market and I've done nothing but lose money for two years. At the end of two years, I've only got 13 years left until retirement and I've lost 20% of my initial investment. If I rerun the future value calculation with only $200,000 and a 13-year time horizon, my investments would have to return an average of 13% compounded per year, for the next 13 years. What should I do? Well, I have a couple of options. I could take on more risk by selling more conservative stocks and move the proceeds into more risky stocks in an attempt to catch a bull market rally. But this strategy is risky and takes a lot of psychological strength, particularly if you don't immediately start making money. Remember, more risky stocks make more money in a bull market but they typically lose a lot more in bear markets, perhaps the current stock market bubble, excluded. I could leave the risk level of my portfolio the same but increase the amount of cash I invest into my account each month. Again, if I were personally in this situation, I would pursue the less risky option of reducing my personal spending, find more money to invest, and consistently dollar cost average more money into my investment account each month until my financial plan was back on track. Goal factoring in the current stock market bubble. I believe we are deep in the middle of a dangerous stock market bubble. How high will the market go? How long will the bubble last? With a US election coming in the fall, rapidly rising infection rates, and a Federal Reserve injecting unprecedented amounts of money into the economy, I don't think there's any way to know one way or the other for sure. However, I do think this is exactly the time we should all be making some basic financial calculations before doing any sudden buying or selling. Short versus Long Time Horizon If you're young and have a long time horizon. If you initially thought the economy would go into a long, protracted slowdown and stock prices would eventually follow, I'd stick to that strategy if I had a long time horizon. At this point in the cycle, stocks are valued so far ahead of earning, there will absolutely be a much better entry point in the future. If you correctly predicted the rebound, I'd also stick to that strategy. However, I would seriously consider taking unexpected profits off the table and let the rest of your money ride. This strategy will allow you to participate in more upside, if you believe there is more upside, but if you're wrong and there's a big pullback in the markets, you'll have cash waiting to purchase back stocks at considerably lower prices when the market retraces. Having said that, whether you're sitting on the sidelines with most of your portfolio in cash or you're fully invested and sitting on a lot of profits, it probably doesn't matter as much as you might think it does as long as you have a very long time horizon. Here's why timing doesn't matter so much when you're young, see screenshots below. Let's imagine you start investing with $30,000 and a 35-year time horizon. If you earned an average 9.5% return on your initial investment and invested $100 every month, you'd end your time horizon with over $1 million. What if you made a terrible mistake? invested at the peak and lost 50% of your initial investment after your first year? With 34 years remaining, you would only need an average return of 11.25% to end up with more than $1 million after 34 years. On the other hand, what if you timed your first year perfectly and ended up earning a 50% rate of return? 
continuing with $45,000 of principal and adding $100 per month, invested for 34 years would require an average return of slightly less than 9% to achieve your investment goal of $1 million. So, don't panic. If you're a young investor, whether you caught or missed this stock market bubble will make little difference over the long term as long as you stick to your investment strategy. But also be warned, falling prey to FOMO or adding risk to your portfolio holdings this late in a bear market rally could still end up being very painful. If your time horizon is shorter. In this hypothetical example, I've assumed an investment goal of over $1 million, a monthly investment of $500 per month, an average 6% rate of return, and a 5-year time horizon. If this investor were to suddenly lose only 25% of their principal after the bursting of a stock market bubble, they would subsequently require a challenging, and very risky 15% rate of return, every year for the final four years of their time horizon to still achieve $1 million. This example demonstrates why investors must more carefully consider their time horizon as they approach retirement. This is why making more conservative investment decisions in a stock market bubble is much more of a priority for older investors. If you've made a killing in the rally. If you're currently sitting on a lot of short-term profits, I would recalculate the rate of return you need to achieve your financial goal with your remaining time horizon, using goal factoring. If your necessary rate of return is 2% lower than your original calculation, it might be time to think about selling some of your stock positions to rebalance some of your profits to cash or to fixed income securities, bonds. This stock market bubble will end as all bubbles end and prices are highly likely to correct significantly lower to more closely match the real economy in the coming months. On the other hand, if your goal factor has changed less than 2%, it might not be worth the trading costs and taxes to rebalance profits to cash or fixed income. Either way, before selling anything, remember capital gains taxes differ from country to country, so either check for the tax laws in your country online or consider seeking professional advice before making any selling decisions. Final thoughts. I suggest playing around with different future value calculators. Try changing the rate of return, the length of time horizon, and the savings amount per month, or per year. This will help you better understand how easy or how difficult it will be to achieve your long-term financial goals. You may want to consider calculating different goal factors for different savings goals. For example, you might want to calculate one goal factor for your retirement goal and a second goal factor for a down payment on a house. A retirement goal factor will probably have a decades-long time horizon, allowing you to initially take on more investment risk. A goal factor calculated for a house down payment might give a time horizon of only 3 or 4 years. With such a short time horizon, you may want to take on significantly less risk to ensure you don't lose too much of your original investment if the markets unexpectedly move against you. Experiment with how regular investments, dollar cost averaging, Affect your future value calculations, see the examples below. Regularly investing savings over a long period of time is one of the most effective ways to accumulate wealth. In the two examples above, I've used a 35-year time horizon and an average 12% rate of return, starting with $0 initial investment, in both examples. However, I used a $100 per month savings rate on the left and a $500 per month savings rate on the right. The results of compounding an extra $400 per year for 35 years is astounding. Clearly, the examples I've detailed above are overly simplified, I simplified it on purpose. 
the vast majority of inexperienced and younger investors either don't have, don't want, or can't afford a proper financial plan. Using goal factoring will help even the most novice investor better understand the power of their personal time horizon. Bottom line, if you're young and have a long time horizon, goal factoring demonstrates that, whether you've missed this bear market rally or made a ton of money in it, your best bet is probably to find you zen and not do anything rash. Instead, keep calm, keep saving, and carry on. Disclosure, please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. If you found this article helpful, please forward it to someone you care about.